In a world where magic is everywhere, monsters are real, and inhibitions are non-existent, Atlantis is the most coveted destination, and pirates make all the rules. That's right. The Dangerous Tides Kickstarter is live. We're bringing you six brand new books from authors like Katie Robert and C.M. Nascosta. These ultra-spicy fantasy books feature sirens, kidnappings, aliens, disguises, monsters, sex magic, second chances, and so much more that can't be mentioned in polite company. They combine otherworldly adventure with sweeping romance in a way that will keep your heart racing from start to finish. By backing the Kickstarter, you can read these books this month. Of course, we've also got foiled special editions with sprayed edges in hardback and paperback, gorgeous art, and swag, which you'll have in your hands this fall. The Kickstarter will be over in the blink of an eye, so don't miss it. This is the only place you can get these special editions and swag, not to mention getting the ebooks five months earlier than they're available to anyone else. This is your invitation to unlock the secrets of Atlantis. So click the link in the show notes and enter at your own risk. Welcome to Bonkers Romance, the podcast that celebrates authors who go there. I'm Melody Carlisle. And I'm Jenny Nordback. We've got some super exciting things happening in our private member space, the Temple of Defiant Joy. If you want more of us, the Bonkers Book Club, and tons of author bonus content, head over to our website to become a member. And for the month of December, book club members get six awesome books. Today, dear listener, we're recapping a book that is truly a gift from the Bonkers gods. We'll be talking about Sing Me to Sleep by R.M. Virtues, and we're not telling you anything more than that because you should get to discover each new wonder as Jenny does. (laughs) I'm shaking my fist. Here we go. All right, I'm here, but I am not happy. Jenny is here under duress. I am displeased. (laughs) I am here to voice my displeasure. I was fully under the impression that Jenny was reading this book. Yes, yeah, interesting. Interesting. So was I. Because uh, it turns out I'm a super villain, and uh, last week I was like, you know what, Jenny? Do I have an audiobook deadline? Do I have two podcasts to edit? Do I have another book to read for another thing? Do I have eighteen other things? So no. I'm sorry, I'm still reading the Sleep Demon book. (laughs) She, like, guilted... She somehow used Jedi fucking mind powers for me to be like, okay, I will give you the sleep paralysis demon. And then afterwards, I was like, what the fuck just happened? You know what, sleep paralysis demon. That just means that the next penis pocket book is going to be yours. She's already insured that. better fucking be. She's already insured that. She has emails that are hidden from me. I don't know about them. Yeah. I've tried to search yeah, in the Google. I, it doesn't work. 
So mm. people put the form recommendation <laughs> in and I I check it way faster than Melody does. And if it is a penis pocket, I hide the penis pocket That's in amazing. a secret folder. She does. She does. And you know what? I support that for her. Everyone should get to enjoy a penis pocket. Yeah. She says and then she steals the fucking sleep Listen, man, I, I will assure you right now in this moment, there is no penis pocket in this book, but he does make up for Naughty. it with a lot of other neato appendages that I can't uh. wait to talk about. <laughs> Diagrams so, are needed. I'm so ready. Liz is from the Make Out Already podcast. Yes, hi. You should make that clear <laughs> If anybody is not listening yet, they should check it out. What do you have like an episode you recommend people start at? Oh, yeah. Because it's not always like episode one. It's not for heaving bosoms. I'll tell you that much. Right. Uh, Let me think. I feel like every Ice Planet Barbarians thing Mm. we've done is really fun. I thought you had a really good time talking about Never Have I Ever. Is that the one on Netflix? Yeah, we had our friend Molly on to talk about Never Have I Ever. She is our resident teen rom-com correspondent. Nice, nice. Um, And the Practical Magic episode was fun because I'd never watched it. And then one that I was really excited about, I'm a big MCU nerd. Yes. And Meg and I recapped, sort of recapped Loki and tied it into Taboo. And what we consider taboo and, and gave some taboo recommendations because there's a there's some like kinky shit happening in the Loki show. Yeah. Yeah, there is. I haven't seen it yet, but now I'm it's, going to. It's good. Yeah. It's good yeah. shit. Michael and I loved it. Also, quick, I might edit this out, but Liz, we have to control save you and I because I have to scream at you about Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Oh, had you not seen it in theaters? No, I just saw it. Okay. I I am happy to scream about that. We talked scream. about that in an episode too. Excellent. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, back so. to business. <laughs> back to business. Liz, we need to know, what do you consider to be bonkers? Okay. So I thought about this a lot, literally since I found out that this show was going to be a thing. <laughs> Same, <laughs> honestly. So I think that a bonkers romance is something that exposes a part of me to myself and also makes me want to expose myself to other people, but not in the way that would get me arrested. Sure. So <laughs> so like anything that I read that I'm like, I think I like that. Mm-hmm. And I did not expect that. Mm-hmm. Or I did not expect how much I would dislike that. Mm-hmm. Like, I never even thought about that enough to dislike it. And then as far as exposing myself to others, where it's like, I don't care how weird people think I am. I need to talk to everyone about this until I find the person who's like, yes, I am going to read that now so that we can talk about it. So that's my idea. Nice. Bonkers. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Are there particular books that have like really triggered that for you? Like, what are you picturing when you're saying that? I think The Rose by Tiffany Rice is one that I come back to a lot because I love mythology. Mm -hmm. So I learn so much more about Greek myths specifically that I didn't know. And it's also just the character's parents are in an open relationship and you find, and I didn't realize that that was until later that it was Mona from The Red, which I haven't read, but you recapped Mm -hmm. on Mm -hmm. Bosoms. And 
that she was a sex worker specifically for this one dude right. and there's like paranormal elements and all, and it's just there are so many layers to it and the eroticism of it is just yeah chef's kiss yeah, yeah. In the red, Tiffany Rice made me hot for not only nursing, but also having sex with your grandfather. So when you can do that to me, (laughs) you're really talented. (laughs) Having a non-swords crossing threesome with your I'm sorry, Liz. No matter how you try to justify it, he had sex with his grandfather. Yes, it is weird. It is very weird. I need you to know that I'm going to take the first line and use it as a pull quote completely out of context for this episode. (laughs) Here's what Melody is into. For once, I can look like the normal one. Grandpa fucking. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. I mean, seriously. Okay, so we... I think we have to jump into this book, right? Yeah, we do. Because I can't... I have to scream about it forever. But first... We have to tell the listener everything that's new with us lately. So we'll be right back. Oh, hey, it's Temple Update time. This month, we're back on our bullshit with Katie regaling us with more fertile in my ex-boyfriend's dungeon. And I can neither confirm nor deny that we discover an actual hard limit for Katie. Hannah Witten is also going to stop by to give us all of her best spooky season wrecks. In book club news, everyone in the Joybringer tier and Celebrant tier can download their ebook copies of My Wicked Prince by Molly O'Keefe and the entire audiobook collection of Court of the Vampire Queen by the one and only Katie Robert. Finally, Joybringers and Celebrants can check out all the digital art we've created for the temple. It's all on one convenient page waiting for you. If you want to get in on any of this goodness, head to bonkersromance.com temple and sign up. All right, back to the show. Okay, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fuckers, tell me about the sleep paralysis demon. Okay, first of all, I have some things, I have some business to get out of the way. We should say the title and the author first. It's Sing Me to Sleep by RM Virtues, and I just have to say that RM is a revelation. I had heard that before, like I knew it, but this right here is a fucking masterpiece that everyone needs to read. And I don't know, I don't know how he did it. The second thing I have to do real quick, because I'm bad at content warnings, and so I'm just going to read the content warning at the front of this, because he does a really good job. So, content warning. This novel includes descriptions of consensual non-consent, humiliation, degradation kink, sleep paralysis, explicit sex, rough sex, religious imagery, monster sex, monster appendages, depression, PTSD, past home invasion, prescription drug use, loss of a parent in the past, uh, on the page death, and violence. All right, everyone. <laughs> it has that was everything. was a roller coaster. Yes, it has everything. And yet that content warning doesn't even begin to 
scratch this. It doesn't give anything away. (laughs) Tell me everything. Where do we start? So we've got Penelope. Penny. She can't sleep. She hasn't slept for weeks, months, maybe. Six months. Six months, yeah. Oh. Because six months ago, her dad was visiting her from out of town, and he was sleeping on the couch, and there was a home invasion. Somebody came to burgle her, and they ended up killing her father. So she obviously has been a wreck since then because not only did she lose her father, but she's also, like, lost her sense of safety. She's lost her sense of normalcy. Like, you know, she's been violated in, like, a terrible way. So she can't sleep. Everybody's super worried about her. And her sister Jenna plays a fairly big role. I'm wondering if Jenna gets a book at some point. I don't know. Mm, I don't know. That'd be interesting. Listen, our DMs are open and we love you. So Jenna is like, listen, bitch. You're going to take a sleeping pill. You're going to take half a sleeping pill. They're her dad's old pills, so it's not recommended because it wasn't prescribed for her. But needs must, you're going to take this pill. And so Penny's like, okay, I guess I can try it for you. But it really, it scares her a lot. And so they do this really cute sleepover. And Jenna, like, stays in in bed with her, and they've got, like, an old movie on that's, like, nostalgic, and she takes half a pill, and she ends up sleeping. But something happens the very first night, Liz. So she experiences sleep paralysis for the first time, I think, after the sleeping pill. And in the corner, she sees, like, the shadows seem to come alive. Yeah, they're kind of, ooh. (laughs) And and she's like... (laughs) That's really weird, but I feel the most refreshed that I have in months. I'm awake. Yeah. Yeah. But when she's in the sleep paralysis, she's like, I can't move. I can't scream. The only thing that could move are her eyes a little bit and then her head a tiny, tiny bit. And everything looks weird. It's not just dark. It's like weird. Okay. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, bookmark that. So then the next day, Penelope does a hazard. She does a big giant hazard. Oh, yeah, she does. She does something that I feel like may maybe should have been in the content warning. <laughs> and that I is think so. <laughs> that is, she decided. So her sister goes off on a business trip for like two weeks. And she decides that the best idea in the entire world is to take an entire sleeping pill and then get directly into a full bathtub. And I oh. was like, ah! and then have a nice wank off. And then have a nice masturbate. Top it off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't blame her there, you know? I can't blame anyone for that right. ever, but... But yeah. maybe don't do it in a body of water. While, because then, because this, this pill is so serious, Jenny, that she has one orgasm just fine, all right? And then she's like, I could go again. So she's doing her business, and right before, like, right before she climaxes, she just goes to sleep. That's how powerful this shit is. It stopped an orgasm mid-go, all right? No. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So then she wakes up and she can't move and and the water's cold and, like, the little underwater bullet has lost all its batteries. It's been a while, okay? And then something in the corner starts doing a creep and a shadow. (laughs) So I would just assume that I drowned. Yeah. And that... Yeah, was, was now dead. Yeah. Now, now perish. Fully. But in the corner, out comes, I have to find the description of him because it is glorious. Out comes this really scary, shadowy dude. He's like all black 
and he's, he's got obsidian. Yeah, obsidian. That's actually the word I'm searching right now. <laughs> he's got antlers, folks. He's got antlers like an elk, all right? But they're like prehensile antlers a tiny bit because he can like roll what them the back. Fuck? He can make them sharper or duller. He can like be scarier like a big moose or he can be like, I'm going to go to sleep next to you and my antlers going to be very polite back here. Like it's, they're cool. All right. I like that more so than like, I should. If you saw Thor Ragnarok. Yes. Kate Blanchett's Hela, it's like Hela's helmet yes. where it kind of like adapts to how she wants to style Correct. It. Hot. Okay. His skin was obsidian, or at least that was what it looked like against the lighter shade of night behind him. His eyes a blood red and his horns? No, his antlers, large antlers, not like a ram or those cartoon demons, but like like a massive elk, she says. Jedi is coming out of her seat. <laughs> Yeah, I love for a listener. It's just gonna be like, is Jenny still there? And I'm She's really just... just sitting with my jaw hanging open. It's like, incredible. <sighs> oh, she. The points of them are so sharp that she's convinced you can break skin just by touching them very lightly. Oh, oh. my god! There's like lightning around the roots and shit, ivory and gold and stuff. Like what? he's a blinged out demon boy. Wow! And then he was smiling at her. And her thoughts were washed out by the sight. Oh, my gosh. And so he comes over here, over to her. Meanwhile, per- sleep paralysis. Okay. So she can only be like, hey, like her vocal cords don't work. Nothing. And he comes over there and he's like, I'm nothing to be afraid of, Penny. Like, not anymore. On a normal day, sure. You should be really afraid of me. But like you specifically, don't fear anything. I'll protect you from everything. Oh my God. He says, I'll protect you from all the bad things. His eyes were as vibrant as flames in the dark. Just understand that you are mine. Out the gate, Jenny. Out the fucking gate. And this is one of the things that I, I think like you can pinpoint that is bonkers about this book in particular is that every, like a lot of other paranormals or whatever, a lot of the tropes are flipped. You know, so like in a lot of other paranormals I've read, the hero at the beginning will like kill someone for reasons or like kill someone for the heroine. And then like at the end, you find out it's because she's his and they're mine and it's a fated mate thing. Right. This does the opposite in that way. We're like, he just gets to the point. Yeah, He's just like, you're mine. These are the terms. And this is how it's going to go. And how does Penny feel about this? Okay. So she's like freaking the actual fuck out. She wants to scream. She wants to fight. She wants to do everything. But she can't because sleep paralysis. So he comes over to her and he makes her feel better about everything. Right, Liz? I think he just like gives her like a nice dirty talk, right? Well, before the dirty talk, there is a dirty talk. But before the dirty talk, he says like, you're safer than you ever have been. And then he says... You have all the control here. You just have to trust yourself. Which is a nice thing to hear. Yeah. Trust yourself and nothing can ever harm you again. And then he says, so just to prove that you're in control, you know how to get rid of me. You know how to get rid of me. So like, you know, just look in your noodle and figure it out, basically. He's like, all you have to do is say the word. And she doesn't know what that is because she's never met him before. Yeah, so his name is the is the safe word. His name makes him go poof. Yeah, Atron. 
in her head she yes. says it? Oh, okay. He didn't say it. He didn't say anything else, but it flashed across her conscious mind there and then gone in the blink of an eye. Not that she could count it that way. And like, she's like trying to chase it. And because it like flashed across her brain, he's gone. Hmm. He's able to project things directly into her brain, which comes into play later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a useful tool. It's mm-hmm. real nice. I have to say from the get-go that I need a diagram of <laughs> like everything that happens yeah. throughout this book. Yeah, I think I've got of it. all his appendages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the next thing that happens. What appendages? <laughs> wait, Jenny, you have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> You're a dirty tease is what you are, Liz. So the next thing that happens is that her friend Shane comes over and he's yeah. like, I brought you edibles because they're better than sleeping pills. Mm-hmm. And she's like, wow, I've never used weed that way before. But like, OK. Yeah. She was a little nervous about it. Yeah. OK. So Shane, he's like privileged white guy. They went to college together. He like ran track or who the fuck cares. And he asked her out, like, at the beginning of their friendship, and she was like, nah, nah. And he sort of dropped it, but, like, has clearly always been interested in her since. Mm-hmm. And so when he brings over these edibles, she asks him to, like, stay for dinner maybe, and then he offers, just in case she has an adverse reaction to them, to, like, sleep on the couch so that he can be around. And she's like, okay, that sounds reasonable. That sounds responsible. Sounds like such a nice guy thing to do. Doesn't it sound so nice? Very nice. So they're sitting at dinner and he's like, wow, this meal is like the best thing you've ever cooked. And also, oh, I was thinking about getting you this random present I just saw in a shop downtown and I have no other reason. It felt like you. It felt like you. Like it was you. And she's like, okay. And he says, I'm going to show you a picture of it. See what you think. And so he shows her a picture. Has she had the edibles at this point? No, not yet. No. Okay. So he shows her the picture, and it is the watch that was stolen on the night of the home invasion, and it is the watch that her father gave her. So she's triggered hugely in this moment, and he's like, oh, my gosh. I had no idea. I'm so sorry. It's the biggest I can get you a different present. Anything else. I just, oh. And then she takes the edibles and goes to sleep. All right. And she dreams, she dips into a serious dreamland, and it is good stuff. Yeah, because Asheron shows up and he's like, oh, look, you're having a little sleepover. Oh, but you didn't get yourself off, is it? Because you're not that into him? Because you're into me? Because I got a big demon dick? Ooh. (laughs) And she's like, no. She's thinking in her brain, no, no, absolutely not. And he's like, yeah, all right, cool, cool, cool. So just to recap here. You know exactly how to get rid of me, right? We went over this. You say the word and I physically disappear and I have no choice but to physically disappear because demon magic. So he's like, I wonder if you would say the word if I like scrape my claws up your legs and like feel you (laughs) up a tiny bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the dirty talk in this book, everyone. This thing gets the this thing gets a Melody Carlisle stamp of approval for oh, dirty. We need talk. like an award title for it. Yes. Oh my god. I think that is... if you struggle with 
talking dirty and you want to become less inhibited about it, this is a book to read and just practice yeah. saying Ooh. the things that Asheron says. Just like, you know, just desensitize <laughs> yourself. Claws out. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> Actually, in fact, he switches the claws out because everything on his body is malleable in it's one way or another. It's <gasps> customizable. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, to your preference, he has many attachments. Oh, it's, uh, he's like a Swiss army knife, this fucker. (laughs) And then toward the end, so he's like doing a feel up and he's like doing a nipple tweak and stuff. And then he's like, I can make all of your dreams come true. I will ruin you for everyone else. You won't be able to ever experience anything as good as the pleasure I can give you. And I think this is also where he keeps on talking about like, I should be here for your fear, but the moment I tasted your fear, it, like, made me ill. And so instead, he's only there for her pleasure all the time. And she is paralyzed, thinking to herself, like, this is really weird, but I believe him. I have no reason to believe him, but I completely believe that he would never hurt me and he would do everything in his power to protect me. So... Then he's like, do you want a little sample of what I can do to, like, all of your holes? And he psycho-projects just, like, a porn flick into her mind of, like, flashing images of them, like, doing it in every single position possible in, like, the Kama Sutra (laughs) and also in hell, okay? And she's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And she gets really overwhelmed. And so she says his name. And is this where she says it out loud for the first time? I think she does. I think that throughout the book, she is able to do a little bit more each time with each encounter as far as moving and interacting. Yeah, because she starts to not only trust him more, but also to trust herself more. Mm -hmm. And that apparently is the key to the sleep paralysis. So this time she says, Acheron, and he's gone. And she's like, oh, my God, I can't think of anybody. Like, what does that demon have swinging between his legs? What's happening? Jenny would like to know this, too. Well, you're not going to for a while. So, okay. The next thing is more edibles, right? She, yeah. She sticks with the so edibles she, for so a long time. So she's like, okay, so this this is this is a thing. So, like, I think the next one is edibles and another masturbate. Yes. What happened to Shane? He left in the morning. He was yeah. like, can I make okay. you breakfast? Can I can I drive you somewhere? Can she's I like, do no, anything like that? And she's Thanks. like, no. Because at this point, she's like, no, I think I might like put myself to sleep again. It's like yeah. nine in the morning, but I might go the fuck to sleep if she's at all possible. six months of <laughs> yeah. sleep to catch up on after so all. So many sleeps to catch up on, you know. And so the first part of this book, I think I couldn't keep track of when she was sleeping. Like, a lot of times it felt like she was she was doing naps, she was doing overnight sleeps, like, it was all over the place. Mm-hmm. So she takes another edible, she lays down, and she's like, oh my gosh, I can't, I, I have to take care of myself, like, this is nuts. Mm-hmm. And so she is, she's so, like, like, she has to do it right now that she won't even, like, get up and get a toy. And so she's just, like, touching herself and la la la, and then, like, boom, she's asleep. I don't even think she comes. If memory No, serves. I don't think she does this Mm-mm. time. And so, so... Oh, my God. So, Asheron shows up, and he oh is God. like, oh, you, you're back so soon. Because <laughs> you couldn't get enough of me. Yeah, and he says something like, oh, you figured out how to summon me. 
And it's like a combination of a deep sleep and a masturbate before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think. <laughs> She's got to get herself into the zone. And so he's like, you're just like the dirtiest girl. You just can't wait for me to come back. And she's like, no, absolutely not. Because now she can talk more. So now we get into like the non-con, the the consensual non-consent. Because he can read her thoughts and we can read her thoughts and hear what she's saying out loud. Have they done, it's all been in her head up to this point. Yeah. Yeah? (laughs) Or has he like physically done a a sex act he has not so Mm -mm. he tells her that she's a dirty filthy girl yeah and that she fell asleep thinking about getting it on with him she's like shaking her head and he's like oh yeah so like what's gonna happen if i stick one of my fingers up there yeah and then he does he's like are you gonna say the thing that will banish me are you gonna say it and she's like i'm gonna say it and he's like here we go and she figures out that his, like, he does one finger and then he does two fingers and he's, like, doing a thumb on her clit and stuff. And he's talking yes, he dirty is. to her the entire time. And then he pulls out his venom tongue. And he's... I'm so glad that you interpreted that the same way. It's it a is venom like, tongue. It's, it's, Yeah. It can be any length he wants it to be. It can be any girth he wants it to be. It can do anything he wants it to do. (laughs) So he comes out with this venom tongue and he just starts like circling her nipples with his tongue and stuff. And he's like, you dirty girl, you love this. And, And he does the thing that is my kink in paranormals, which is that. The the monster hero can smell when you're aroused. <laughs> like that's, <laughs> that's how he knows. He just smells it on you. Oh, my God. It's so good. And then after that, he goes down on her. Mm-hmm. So he makes her come with his with fingers. His magic tongue. Well, first mm-hmm. he had gotten a little taste. Oh, of, yeah, because he. Yeah. Yeah. After after he made her come, he licks his fingers really... off. Really sad for anyone who doesn't get to see <laughs> Melody doing that on video. <laughs> I'm a Muppet. And then, um, yeah, and so then he goes down on her and he, I mean, he can like fully penetrate her like with a, with a, yeah. like a dick sized object because of his tongue. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like a tongue tentacle at that point. Basically. But it, yeah. Because it can also can... like corkscrew and it can like, you know, it can, it like, can go on around. Stuff. What? Yeah. It can, it can boop on your G spot. It can do a boop right there. You know, <laughs> like <laughs> um, boop my G spot. Boop it. Boop God it. Damn it. <laughs> And then he says something to the effect of, come on my tongue, you dirty girl. We both know you want to. (laughs) Come on my tongue, you dirty girl. We both know you want to. (laughs) And then she says, no, 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 as she's coming like a freight train. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) How could you withstand that skill set? I don't know. Like. No. She really commits yeah. to the game for a long time. It's really good. So then, next... Oh, my God. This is one of my favorite scenes. Oh, my God. Okay. Liz sent me a note <laughs> that just made me so happy because it starts with pussy slapping. <laughs> that made me so happy. So she touches herself again before he gets there. Mm-hmm. And he's like... What does he say, Liz? I think that this time she's just like, she doesn't even keep up the ruse of pajamas and she's just 
she's just naked. ass naked in yeah. bed. And he's like, oh, you you wanted to make it really easy for me, but you're still going to lie and say. And she's like, no. And then he wants to punish her for being yeah. a liar. So then he starts slapping. Every time she says no, he slaps her right on the cunt. All right. <laughs> I love a good I, pussy I slap. I love a good pussy slap. It, like a well-deployed pussy slap is such a good, it's such a power move. It is. And- Oh my god! I remember an agent that I had queried, and I my manuscript had some pussy slapping, and mm-hmm. for some reason this was the thing she objected to, and I just remember getting a note back that was like, "Is the pussy slapping necessary?" Yes, and I was of course like, it yes, is. Of course, pussy it is. slapping is always necessary. <laughs> yeah. If I put the pussy slapping in there, it belongs there. That's right? <laughs> yeah, I love a tit slap. I love a pussy slap. I love it, and I think it's underutilized in romance. As a genre. Yeah. That's all. (laughs) So he starts punishing her with these pussy slaps. And they are, oh my gosh, they're so good. And then he's like, and you know what the rest of your punishment is? Because she's like looking at his crotch and he's like, oh, you want to see it? Sure. You want to show it to you. You don't get to touch it. I want to see it. (laughs) Tell me what it is. So then he's like, he's like, you're going to see it, but I'm going to, I'm going to like, you're going to. Uh, listen, I'm I'm shorting out here really he, quick, but he's just going to take care of himself while she watches. He's going to make her watch, and then he is going to give her a little facial. Yeah, he's like, like I'm going to come on your treatment. face. Yeah, I'm going to come on your tits, and then like you know maybe if you're a good girl, I'll finish you off after that, essentially. And so then he straddles her chest, Jenny. Okay, and this is when the cock is unfurled. All right. It is obsidian black. It's huge, of course. It's got ridges. It's got veins. It's got like mm-hmm. divots and shit it's in it. It's like ornate. It is like yeah. like the kind of carvings that you would imagine like on like the scarification on a demon's skin and like a TV yes. show with like demons. It's like that but on <sighs> a penis. Yeah, or it kind of reminded me of like the um the ivory carvings you see in museums, you know, like the really mm-hmm. intricate carving but on a phallus mm-hmm. yes and, yeah and then she's like oh my gosh that'll never fit like oh i like he can tell oh, that I she's very it. such a kink for this <laughs> well, and then he says then he says i can make it do whatever i want so like don't worry about that because i will stretch you to your limit but you will take it do it do it do so it. then he starts touching himself in her face like right there and then I think he makes her lick it, and she's, like, very into it. But, of course, she can't even get her whole mouth around it because it's so big. He makes and her clean it up after. Yeah. Yes, he does. Yes. It's delightful. And I support has to. everything about it. Yes. And then he gets off of her, and he jerks off again onto her tits. And then he does stick that tail in her. Yeah. Did we forget to I'm mention sorry. the prehensile tail, Jenny? You neglected to mention the prehensile Interesting, tail. because not only is it prehensile, it is also a shapeshifter like the rest of his body. So would what? you like it to be a bullet? Or like, would you like it to have a flat surface so that it can like crop you? What would you like it to what? do? It Jenny? also vibrates. 
it also vibrates. I love how she opens this with like, oh, it's okay. This book doesn't have a cock pocket. <laughs> I know I'm a super villain. I know this is my super villain coming out story. I know. <laughs> and this is my villain origin story. <laughs> yeah. Jenny is going what? to exit this recording and immediately so just inhale all 168 pages. You this. have to. Oh, Everybody yeah. has to. Yeah. Like, yes. don't like stop now. Frankly, we pause so well. what kind of so self-control well. this took. Oh, my God. Okay. So, yeah. So, this is when he vibrates on her, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So. Tail. His tail. He vibrates her clit until she comes and comes and comes. And then she's like, Acheron, I got to tap out. And then he bounces. So, then the next time she does take one of those edibles. And she's real excited about this. She's like, you know what? I'm going to lean in. This is a thing that I like now. Okay? This is my me time. This is mm-hmm. like my spa treatment. Self-care. It's self-care. Special treat. That's right. It's You deserve this, Penny. And she's sort of flirting with the idea that like it's not real anyway. And mm. yet that feels wrong to her. And so she doesn't, you know, she's really, she's sort of wrestling with it. But Liz, I think you gotta take some of this. I think you yeah, gotta jump so in. they then have a whole chapter of Ashram that's just like demon world building shit. Yeah. So the demons basically are there. They exist to make sure that mankind gets to have free will. They are the protectors right. of mankind's free will. And then the dominions, like the angels, they are kind of sketchy and they've started to tow around the rules and they're not exactly playing by the rules that everyone has set. And and they're much more power hungry and they're mm-hmm. much more like self-righteous. I think toward the end of the book, they're like, they're like, it's not the mortals think it has to do with good and evil, but they've never cared about being good. They've only cared about like control mm-hmm. and so then being he, the most hmm. powerful. So he's talking to his oldest friend, Saphon. It's X-A-P-H-A-N. Yeah. And Saphon. And he's telling him, catching him up on what the Dominion has been up to. And Asheron thinks, okay, do the Archangels know about Penelope yet? Because right. I need to protect her. Well, because there are very specific rules about like where demons can go and which ones can go different places. So Zaphon is a reaper. He has to go to Earth to collect souls. There are other demons who are your typical, like, crossroads demons. What do they call mm-hmm. those, Liz? They're like the the granters or the something like that. I can't uh, remember. Anyway. I love how I was supposed to be getting world building when you guys were just introducing this concept. And I was just sitting here going, so you're saying he they has friends. They called them <laughs> the Crucis Die. Those are the crossroads demons. And yes. then the Reapers are the ones who get the souls. And he's and- a sleep demon. Yes, he's a somni die. So what they do is that they are behind the veil and they take advantage of people's night terrors, pretty much, to right. eat their fear. So what? So, so like all sexy other... monsters, Inc. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, basically. So all of the other demons can like leave hell. He never leaves hell because the dominion. I don't know. There are rules. There's a veil. It's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't really pick up on it. So it's all like in your head versus him physically being. So there. what has to happen is he can't he can't interact with any human. He can only interact with wanderers. Mm-hmm. And those are people who, when they sleep, their souls travel far enough from their body to like pass through the veil. 
and then the sleep demons can access them. So it's it's sort of weird because the sleep demons are a tiny bit hungry because they don't have they don't have very many people anymore because so few people are wandering. Hmm. That's really cool world building. Yeah, it's so so cool. And also he can't touch anyone unless they give them permission. Mhm. So Penelope okay, really like is that. completely in control because unless she wanted him to touch her, he would never be allowed to touch her. And the place where they have their encounters, it's kind of like a hell dimension overlapping her room. It's kind of like a t- bizarro world version of her room where the colors are more muted. So whatever he does to her, like if he rips her clothes off, she wakes up and she still has her clothes, but all the other evidence of them hooking up is there, like her being bruises. On. Yeah. 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 Also, side note. Yeah. We forgot to mention the bat wings. <gasps> he has bat wings. Yeah, I'm bat so wings. sorry. But they're like I'm bat leaving. bird wings. They're like yeah. leather feather I'm done rings. Here. <laughs> <laughs> and he can like put them all the way in his back like Ray Sand, or he can unfurl them so that he can hover over her. <laughs> he could cocoon her in he cocoons her his, later. his bat wings while using his venom tongue and his yeah. tail and his cock all at the same time. Every yeah. hole. In Do you want cocoon. him to choke have... you with his tail, Jenny? He, he does that. He will. He does that at one point. There is breath play. <laughs> I, have, I have nothing left to say to it's either of you. It's our first breath play book. It's our first breath play book. Oh. I just forgot to mention the wings. <laughs> yeah, we're kind of Any, anything else you wanna you wanna mention? Any other parts? I think that's everything. I think that's pretty no. much everything. Listen, we'll get yeah, to it when we get it. to it. Frankly, you know, mm. yeah, um, okay. we're driving yeah. this bus, <laughs> so he's like, we we basically get the exposition that he's been back every single night it's like four nights later, but he's just been teasing her, and he's really really enjoyed teasing her. And then after that, he's like, you know what? It's time to finally give her what she desperately wants. I'm going to fuck her with my penis tonight, is mm-hmm. what he says. <laughs> Justice penis. No, or... no, ma'am. No, RM would not do that to us. Okay, I, so I have... We can't have Chekhov's vibrating tail. No. Nope. So we've got... I'm, I'm just This is when the diagrams the come in. Okay, so... We've got a rim job happening with the venom mm. tongue at the same time mm. as full penetration is happening. Yeah, because yeah, he so he flips her over and then she's already wet because she's like ready for him. He like really fast penetrates her. And then as he's like cock in, his tongue comes all the way down and starts squirreling around with her booty hole and so like goes like in. A... And then the tail. Then the, and then the tail comes. I forgot there's the tail and the then tongue. Then the tail comes from underneath. What? And it does vibrate on her clit. Mm-hmm. Vibrate, what? vibrate, vibrate. Yeah. As he's just like licking into her asshole and fucking her real good. I. Can you imagine? And he tells her, take it all for me. Such a good little slut. As he is saying that, he is. All the parts are diddling all the parts. I. I was everything else is going to be a disappointment <laughs> now. Yeah. Yes. Like, fuck you, RM Virtue. I know. He twists, he For twists. Setting an the unrealistic tongue. standard. I know. And and I'm pretty sure Yeah, that he's been he's like corkscrewing like, the tongue yes, in her he can asshole. Corkscrew the tongue and he can like inflate and deflate the phallus. Yeah. Like he can yeah. change its shape. 
and and it's bigness, mm-hmm. right? So yes. he's like, because she's like, oh no, it's never gonna fit, and he's like, I'll show you, it'll fit, and then he rams <laughs> it in, and then she can feel it getting like girthier and longer and all the things, and so she comes many times. All right, May and I then please, please, Liz, literally please any time. Overstimulation was an understatement, but each time she considered tapping out, he would hit another spot she had never known existed before, and she would lean into it yet again. There were mere minutes between orgasms, and she knew that if she were awake, she would have already blacked out from it all. She wondered how long she could go. She wondered how long she could last. That's right. That's a good girl. Take it. Take all of it for me. Such a good little slut. Oh my God, listen to me right now, everyone. Listen to me. Listen to the words coming out of my soul. There is something, there is something deeply, deeply special about the combination of degradation and praise. There is something. That is yeah. Everyone is nodding. It puts, yeah. it hits you in a place that is, it hits me, Melody, in a place that is. It's different than others mm-hmm. is all I got to say about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Wowza. So, Jesus. it And then, okay, and now we have a new thing I've never seen in a book before, except I think it was in the Orc book, too. But he does it quite a few times in this book. And that is he comes so much that it, like... At one point, it says that his, her her cunt, like, spits it back at him. He uses the word spits. Spits it back at him. And so it's, like, on his abdomen and, like, all over his balls and stuff because, like, her channel just cannot handle the copious amounts of cum that are happening. Of course, now I'm just picturing the TikTok that Stacy made where oh the my guy God, yes. puts his mouth over the <laughs> shaken up coke bottle and it, like, spews back out. Yeah, yeah. Wow, it is so good. Oh, and then there's his tail is also slapping her clit. It's vibrating and slapping her clit. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was possible. RM, okay? And like, you've opened my world to new things. So this okay. scene is actually the first time that they have a real conversation outside of the scene. So mm-hmm. outside of the game that they're playing, they mm-hmm. have a conversation where she's like, so like, what are wait, you? Wait, and what is wait. this? Can we tell them real quick how it happens and then yes, you can yes. go? Yes, It please. happens because she comes so much that she, like, can't handle it anymore. And so she half safe words. She says, atch, and then she stops. And then she thinks to herself, I want to stop, but I don't want you to leave. I Like, and I don't mm. know how to do that. And so he just stops. Everything ends. And she's like, are you allowed to stay? And he's like, yeah, totally. What are you talking about allowed to stay? I'm a sleep demon, man. (laughs) But he's like, I just didn't think you wanted me to. I never thought you would want me to, is what he says. This adorable little little secret puppy. (laughs) Yeah. And then then what happens? Let's tell them everything. Okay. So they have this conversation where they're basically like facing each other on the bed. They're like snuggle pillow talking. (gasps) Oh, my God. Yes. Because she she wants to turn over, but her body is, like, so tired. And so he doesn't make her turn over. He just, like, moves over to her other side and, like, gets over there because he wants to be so convenient. I'm so sorry. No. No, you're fine. So she asks how this works. And he says that it's kind of complicated, but that... So if she were to fall asleep where they are, that she would not die, but she would be closer to death. 
and that he will always protect her. And he says, she asks, so what is, are you like a nightmare? And he says that nightmares are a thing of human beings making and that he's the thing that nightmares run from. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then he's she's the like nightmares are made of. By how he <laughs> can say these terrifying words with such tenderness or she just feels so safe around him. So oh he tells God. her about how your soul wanders when you sleep. Not everyone's does, but hers does. Oh, and he says he thinks it happens with her most recently because she, something has happened to her and mm-hmm. she wants to like, she has a reason to want to be away from her body. And that's mm-hmm. why her soul has started doing this and it's never done this before. So and she, she like does not confirm or deny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At first she's like, I don't say anything. And he like lets it go. And then afterwards she tells him, he says something, he discloses something to her. I don't remember what it is. And I've then, got one thing that, yeah. this might be it. I wish I could tell you, Penelope, he sighed almost sadly. I came here for your fear, but like I told you before, once I tasted it, it made me ill. So he was. So everything, everything that she was, he he could not like feast on her fear. He did Mm -hmm. not want her fear. He only wanted her pleasure and to protect her. And so then she's like, my dad did die six months ago because of murder. And he's like, that sounds like a reason to wander to me. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so then he goes back home and we're finding out that the Dominion is getting like more and more and more ballsy about attacking hell beasts of all sorts. Mm -hmm. And when he gets back to hell, Zaphon, X, I've been calling him in my notes, X is, has been attacked and like he has lost an arm. It's a bad. They have ripped this man apart. Like when you are cutting the pieces of a whole chicken he is cassian after that bathtub scene you know where his wings are all shredded in in akamath that one yeah <laughs> that's the one so it's a the bathtub scene. Oh, no. I've, never, I've never read <laughs> the an, cauldron shit <laughs> i've never read an akatar book <laughs> <laughs> that's a that Aaron has gotten oh, deep into them? my brain deep in there yeah, yeah. <laughs> how I I just rolled with it at first and was like oh yeah the yeah, bathroom bath- bath- like, wait <laughs> no <laughs> can they like heal or yes but he's like very close to death yeah it's not like they can just like wave a hand and heal him he has to go to the demon hospital he does have to go to a demon hospital which is staffed by witches all right, everyone. Oh. So that's a thing RM, that I would like RM are the to write about. You just get a book. I would like a witch yeah, to you've fuck just a Zanthar. Made promises. Zanthan. Zathan. Oh, like a promises have been made. Like a, oh, like a oh, 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 like a Florence Nightingale, except not her because she sucks and she's terrible and she's racist. Okay, but that idea. I vaguely knew about that, but yeah. yeah. So, so like yeah. a, like a bedside like a nurse. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I would like that. I would like that a lot. Listen, you don't have to because your brain is perfect and whatever you come up with, RM, is going to be great. But, you know, just noodle on it, I guess. We did not know we needed this. No, didn't know. Until you gave it to us. So we will just be grateful. So they basically left X as like a message. Yeah. They're like, there's no rules anymore, bitches. We're coming for you wherever we see you. And it's bad. And so they're like, it's going to be war. And then he's like, oh, I'm so, I'm so hyped up. I'm so angry. I haven't felt anger for like millennia or something. And then he goes back to his chamber 
to like wait for her to materialize there. And he's like, you know what? Doesn't matter. I'll just fuck it out. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take all this pent up energy and I'm going to let loose on Penelope in all the best ways. And I'm going to fuck it out. So he gets there. You do it, sir. That is a healthy use of I like your it. feelings. <laughs> I like it. So he gets there and he's got a weird look in his eyes and like his eyes are actually a different color. Instead of being red, they're like black with flames in them. And yeah, and he's not like talking to her. He won't say anything to her. And so she's like, wait, no, stop. What's going on? What's wrong? Tell me what's happening. And he's like, nothing, nothing. Like, let me just dick you down, you know? And she's like, no. And she grabs his face really tenderly. And she's like, I want to know what's going on. Tell me what's happening in your brain, in your heart. And so he does. He tells her all about Zaphon and all about the the war and the stuff. And, oh, it is beautiful. beautiful. And she asks him, are you in danger? And he says, we're all in danger, Penelope. If they start changing the rules for us, they will start changing the rules for you. Yeah. And then she says, okay, but you have to promise me that you will always come back to me. And he says, I promise you, I will always come back to you. And then like the scene ends there, I think. Mm -hmm. So now Shane, so her sister Jenna comes home from a business trip and they're like going to have dinner. And she's been putting off Shane and being like, I just need space. I just need time. Like, I don't want to hang out with you no matter how nice you are. I've got a demon dick to handle over here, you know? Well, he just shows up. A lot of and, like, sleep to Jenna catch up on. And, like, did Jenna invite him? No, no. Okay. This time, so he just shows up at the door and Jenna sees him outside and Jenna's like, oh, do you want to stay for dinner? And then when she comes inside and Penny realizes what's going on, Jenna sees the look on Penny's face and she's like, oh my God, I've did I do wrong? I've made a huge mistake. Yeah, I don't understand. He's been one of your closest friends for so long. So this dinner, shit goes down. There are some connections that are made in Penny's mind. Okay, so Penny clearly resents that he's there and resents that she has to do this whole like polite, not brushing him off too much, be civil with this guy who like cannot take a fucking hint. And Jenna asks him, is he still going to go to school or is he just doing this cybersecurity thing? And he says that he's going to take these classes, right? And Jenna's like, oh, I heard that those classes can get pretty expensive. And he says, well, with the money, I, and then stop. Big pause, big pregnant pause. There's twins in there. It's so pregnant oh, yes. in there. Triplets, I would oh, say. Oh, God. Octuplets, let's go with. <laughs> yes. And so everybody's like, this is weird. And he's like, yeah, some money, just extra money, money from loans and stuff. Like, totally normal stuff over here. <clears throat> okay. And then they, like, are silent for a while while eating. And then it sort of gets better. And one of the things I loved about this scene, it was so subtle at the beginning because she was like, okay, she's sort of, like, sifting through her feelings. And she's like... I'm irritated with him and I know that, but at this moment, I can't pinpoint why, but irritation is starting to edge into unease and like, I'm not safe. And she doesn't know why. And this happens before Mm. he says that at dinner. Mm -hmm. And then he says that shit at dinner. And she's like, what's happening? There's something going on. He also says something really weird. So Penny asked him, you always seem like you were really committed to psychology. So what, what's the deal? What's changed? And then he says that it still interests him, but the world is changing. And what's morally good 
isn't always financially sound anymore. Like who the fuck says that about a career change? <laughs> what is like, that? You could say like, oh, there's no money in it. Like I would like to, that, but yeah. there's no money in it. But saying, but that's like dramatic. Yeah, it's weird. Mm-hmm. Shane Shane is a is a bad one and I would like him to leave. Yeah, she her too. And so she's like, something's clicking. Like I think I know what's going on, but I'm not sure. And so he leaves. But not before doing a like, you're not mad at me for just showing oh up, God. right? And he kisses, her, guy. Nice he kisses guy. her on the cheek without yeah. her permission while she's doing dishes. And she's obviously like a stone statue next to him. Super uncomfortable. Oh, my God. So now he goes to visit Zan Zafum. I'm so sorry. Is it? Is it? X works. X. Sorry. Yeah, and um, X works. Yeah, and so then, like, they have a whole meeting together, and it's really cute because he's, like, the only being other than his creator that Atron has, like, ever been close to. And so that brush with actual final death is real weird for him, (laughs) to say the least. And then when he gets to her bed, he, like, goes into her room, and everything's weird. And there's, like, vines on the walls, and it's never looked like that before. And then he looks over, and he sees this night terror. And he's like, oh, my God, night terrors usually don't get to this level of hell. Like, they can't get that far. This is crazy. And so he does eviscerate this night terror with his super claws. Yes. Murders it dead. Handles it. Hot. And then when she wakes up, all pretenses are off. She just gets up and, like, leaps into his arms. And, oh, my gosh, there's no non-con tonight. It is all con all the mm-hmm. time. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, wait, can I read you my note real quick? Yes. All right. Let's really get uh, um, academic here. My note says, fuck ball with tongue on clit and tail in booty. Her cunt spits his cum back at him. So listen, what that means is <laughs> they're doing a missionary at first. first tell me. <laughs> they're doing a missionary at first. And then he gets so into it that he like gets her legs up and then he gets her legs by her ears. And so oh. she's like in a ball. Okay. So she's a fuck she's ball. Like folded. Yes. Yep. Okay. And so she's a fuck she's ball. A fuck ball. <laughs> so <laughs> and so he's a dickener in the vaginal canal. All right. And then he's got his tongue on her clit. And then this is when he DPs her with his uh, with his tail in her booty yeah. hole this time. Mm-hmm. And man. You deserve DP. I know. He's doing a swirly gig. He's doing all the stuff. Oh, it's great. And then and then this is when the, the um, comeback splash happens. It, it is a risk that you take. It is. When it is that stuff. Listen, and... when your boyfriend is a monster... There is a good 60% chance that there's going to be backsplash. Like, put a a towel down. It's a Rourke. It's a full 24 ounces. Yeah. (laughs) It is. That's a CM Nascosta (laughs) shout out for Morning Glory Milking Farm. If you're going to fuck monsters, you need to be prepared for fluid play. It's, we have learned it's just a rule. That's right. Jenny, is that, is that why there are latex sheets? Is that what that's for? Like latex bedding. Oh, like why does it exist? Yeah. 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 You could definitely do some fluid play with that. Yeah. I mean, you could also just be really into latex and slide around on it and stuff. But that sounds yeah. fun. 
Okay. Yeah. Sorry, Melly. Wait. So I was talking to a, a woman who squirts regularly. Like that's just how she comes. It's not it's not like a, a random occurrence. Good for her. I know, right? <laughs> and so she has plastic sheets that she puts under all of her sheets. So that's another reason for squirters. And also, like, I don't know, you read Jenny's memoir. There was that oil situation in that bed with the slippery little salamander yeah, you oil just gotta stuff. Try some <laughs> yeah, stuff. You gotta <laughs> think it's sensations. Yeah. Like we I think it's almost like as adults we stop playing I know. with stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then, yeah, you do like that oily, slippery lube, whatever. It's this whole other feeling of like parts Uh rubbing together and like something that you've done so many times with your partner is suddenly like brand new and exciting. And like, why don't we play? I don't know. We should. We should play. So now big shit happens. Okay. We figure some stuff out because she's like, they do a pillow talk and it's about shame. And she's like, I don't know why, but there's just this thing and I can't figure out where I've heard this phrase before and it feels weird. And so he's like, I don't know, I could be, I could be really cool and like sift your memories. I am a monster after all. Mm-hmm. Just sift your memories, you know. Just like flip through them like yeah. a magazine. I'll just solve the problem for you if you give me permission. And she's like, yeah, I guess so. And, and he says, do you trust me? And she goes, I'm sorry, all the shit that I've allowed you to do to me, yeah, I think I trust you, you dummy. Um, <laughs> like, you have had your tongue all the way up like my asshole. But it is, letting someone into your thoughts no, totally. is a whole different... Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I let you put your prehensile tail places, all right? Anyway, so he does flip through there, and he finds, like, buried buried all the way back in like her childhood memories where it's like black and white and ragged and stuff is this snippet from the night of the invasion and there was there was four guys there three of them have been caught three of them like did the murder of her dad and the one came into her room and like didn't do anything but i guess she forgot he spoke to her and what he says was Like, morally right is not the same as financial good or whatever. And she's like, oh, my God, I was right. He's the fourth guy. He's the fourth guy that nobody can find. Yeah. I'm going to fucking rant, okay? Please. Listen. What the fuck was this guy playing at? Like, what was his endgame? So after this armed robbery has gone horribly wrong and... Her father has died. He thinks, okay, I'm going to keep coming around and I'm going to like try to court her. And what is the end? Like they get married and have 2.5 kids and they're just happy. And he knows that he's responsible for her dad dying because he knew where her family hid their money and he wanted some of that. Yeah. And and he's just like going to like be like, hey, I got the money. I got the girl. Like. I got away with everything. And winner, I winner, everything. chicken dinner yes. over here. I mean, there are guys like that who are that entitled and think that, like, they deserve those things. Right. However, they have to get them. And Well, and there's also this, I think for him especially, he prides himself so much on being, like, a nice guy mm-hmm. that he's, like, mm. he feels the tiniest bit of guilt. And then he's, like, so I'm going to do my best to make it better. I'm going to make amends. And, like... If she hops on my D 
in the process? Like, who am and I that, if that's to what deprive makes her, her? Feel better? Yeah, who I'm, am I to deprive? I'm willing her? to. <laughs> he's so uh, awful. That's where I think in his head he's kind of making up for mm-hmm. it, but also he's like got ulterior mm-hmm. motives that he's maybe not even being honest with himself here's, about. Here's this watch that we stole as a yeah. present. Here's this watch yeah, that because he was the only one who went into her room and the watch was on the side table. He is the one who took it. He, him, Shane. Gross. And then he's gonna like happen upon this other watch. Go fuck yourself. Just the Shane. balls on the sky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what she said. So now he's like, listen, I've solved so many problems for you today, and I just want to help you more because I'm your monster. Like, Mm -hmm. this is a thing that actually they say out loud during sex several times, and it's the cutest thing in the land. It is so cute. And he's basically like, fuck the police. Yeah. (laughs) Let me handle this. Yeah. He's like, I've heard that men who look like that and come from that socioeconomic background don't often get held accountable. So, like, why don't we give him some supernatural retribution? And she's like, don't hate it. Do the thing. Yeah. And she's like, what would this entail? And he's like, listen, all you would have to do is invite him over for a sleepover. And she's like, I hate it. But also, yeah, totally. (laughs) So then... Shit goes down. She brings him over. She has to do the whole thing of like playing nice and doing all that. He's like putting his hand on her leg and shit. And she's like, you know. And then she's like, listen, I'm not ready to do anything yet. But like I am I am maybe sort of interested a little bit. And so what I would like is for you to sleep in the same bed as me tonight. But you don't have to. Like only if you want to. And he's like, totally. I, I can do that for you. Totally. Like, any for you, psh, twist my arm. I'm so happy to be there for you. Oh, my God. What a nice guy. What a nice guy. So they go to sleep. She, like, gives him a hit of her weed vape pen and stuff. They both go to sleep. And she goes into her realm. And she wakes up. And she's like, Asheron's not here. This is weird. He's always here. But then she's like, Shane. And he wakes up, but he wakes up into her dream realm. Mm -hmm. So, like, his body is still sleeping. He is awake, though, in her dream realm. And so she's she's like, hey, you need to tell me some truths. And she, like, goes around the bed and she crosses her arms and she's like, tell me. Tell me to my fucking face that you were involved in killing my dad. And he's like, what? No, no, no. And then she can feel somebody, somebody, something there. And then he starts looking over her shoulder and he's like terrified, but she doesn't even need to look back because like she knows it's her monster. Her monster. Uh, But he's not doing anything. She is the one handling, she's in control of this entire interrogation. And she handles it from start to finish. She gets him to admit everything that he did. She gets him to admit why she, like, basically, like, talks it through with him to the point that she's like, you didn't even think to, like, ask for fucking help? You didn't think that I would lend you money? Like, you decided to do this? And he's like, oh, no, I just drunkenly mentioned it to these guys one time. They were going to do it either way. I he also has you. the audacity to say that he was going to pay her back. Like, pay me oh, back yeah. my dead father. Yeah. One deceased father, please. Or, like, how are you going to pay me back with stolen money that I don't even know you have? How are you going to make that happen? Yeah. 
Wow. There is one detail about how she's so in control of the situation that I love. RM described her voice as hooves beating against the ground. Like she is all for fucking horsemen of the apocalypse come for his ass. She is a goddess of wrath. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. And then he just starts getting lacerations all over his torso. She doesn't super know where they're coming from, but she also does not hate it, <laughs> does not want mm-hmm. to stop it. Yeah. And so then, like, she finally gets to the point where she's just, like, so overcome and she's experienced so much catharsis, but she's still, in, like, so enraged that her knees buckle and she falls over. And so Atron grabs her and he's like, I'll be right back, but I have to handle this first. And so... He murders him to death. He murders Shane. He cuts him up all the ways you can be cut the ribbons up on the page. Shane is like, no, please. And he is just exacting revenge on his actual corporeal form. Okay. So like there's blood. Oh, this is not everywhere. This is not psychological. No. Okay. He fully, like, disappears from the earthly realm after being murdered in the sleep hell realm. And because this is one I think I was worried about. I was like, Atron, sure. Fuck the police. Nice sentiment. But, like, if she's the last person he's seen with and his car is outside her apartment and his blood is all Mm. over her bedroom, like, you've just fucked her. You have not helped. Yeah. But it turns out that, like, every piece of evidence of him ever being there is also gone in the morning. And it's like the the beer bottles, the roaches, they've all disappeared. His car gone. Everything. It's amazing. It's like he was never there. The monster has skills. Trace of him. Her monster. And then he shows up on the news as like a missing person. And oopsies. It's interesting that Jenna is. I'm like, huh, that's so curious. (laughs) Well, she said that she told him. Yeah. She said that she like calls her sister to be like, weird shit. And Shane's missing. And everything, they're both like, shucks, <laughs> like nobody cares. <laughs> okay. And then after that's all done, she gets up on his lap and she's like, did I do that? And he's like, no, I did that. And she says, but you're not allowed. You're not allowed to touch anyone unless you get permission. There's no fucking way Shane gave you permission. And so since I invited him into my dream i'm the one who gave you permission right like even if i didn't know it i allowed you to do that and he's like "Eh, semantics i did it this is not your fault (laughs) this is me this is him like this is not you and so then they do more transformational sex right liz (laughs) this is when the breath play happens this is when the breath play happens holy fuck Oh, this is also where, wait, wait, wait for it, Jenny. Oh, I forgot to tell you this. This is funny. So she's like, what does it feel like when I touch your tail? And he's like, like you're touching my cock, basically. And she's like, but like, just like it or just like a a hint of it? And he's like, well, I guess it depends on how thorough you are. And meanwhile, she's like, Jack, Jack, Jack. (laughs) And and he's like, like, oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, you did it. You did it. And so then... She's still messing with him. And he's like, oh, we haven't played your game in a while. And she's like, no, we can totally play the game. I'm totally capable of acting like I don't want to have sex with you. I can definitely do it. And he's like, okay, cool, try. <laughs> and so he, um, she like starts riding him, uh, straddling him. And then his tail, like she keeps on messing with his tail. And then this is when his tail comes up and does choke her a bit in a very sexy way. While he is thrusting into her. 
Yeah. So again, and his tongue that might is. be on her clit. His tongue uh, might be, or on her boobs. It's his somewhere. tongue is somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It it should, it should be. be. This is this is artful usage of extra appendages yes. and talents. Yeah. And once you've put them in play, I expect them to be used. And it and feels like this was a plus. He tells her yeah. that if he wants to hold her down and use her like a toy, he will. Oh my god. Oh my God, because okay, so so, so okay, wait. This is when it happens, right? Because after she comes, after she comes, like I don't know, eighteen times, she's like, "No, I can't anymore. Like I'm done. I uh, I couldn't possibly come again." And he's like, "Oh yeah, you fucking can." And I'm not done with you anyway. So now her game comes into play because she started with like a quasi no, and then she was like, "Oh no, it's so fun." And so yeah, then he like DPs her again. While she's like trying to scramble away from him on the bed, yelling no, 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 oh my god, and and then he does call her like a fuck toy. Oh, it is. Uh, would anybody notice if I just quietly Amazing. start reading <laughs> in my lap? <laughs> you should. Okay, but then, because carry but then, on. But then we have plot. I've waited long enough. Yeah, but then we have like then we have like Denouement. We have to figure out how we're gonna have a happy ending between this bitch and a sleep demon. No, but like they get interrupted where he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, you need to say my name. She's yeah. Like, what? And she says the diminutive because she calls him Charon to get out of saying his name. Yeah. And she's like, and he's like, no, say my name right now. I can't explain right like, now. I gotta I'll go. explain later. He does give her a big smooch. And then she's like, okay, I guess, Acheron. And like he leaves for Ooh. three days. Three days. And so, how is she supposed to go without you. the tongue, the tail, and the These dick are, for three Well, because days. also he has been—he has been a naughty boy, and he's been mean, and all the times that he's been like vibrating her and corkscrewing her and fucking her and <laughs> licking her and doing all the shit simultaneously, he's also managing to be like, "I'm ruining you for everyone else. You're never gonna like want anybody else from but me." Like he—he he very clearly mission accomplished, motherfucker. Now you're stuck. Yeah. Oh, oh, and then he's like, I'm going to make you want me so bad that like, you're always going to think about me and you'll wish it was me when you're when you're fucking your like stupid little toys. And she's just like, (laughs) so three days go by because his creator summoned him because the Dominion is going nuts. The Dominion's just like left and right trying to murder demons. And then he does come back three days later. She has also had a hard time sleeping, though. So she's not sure that he's not showing up. She actually hasn't made it down to the soul realm where he is. Mm-hmm. When she does get there, though, she's like, listen, I have been doing a big litigate on everything that you have said, everything that you have half said, and everything that you have omitted very artfully. And I have decided that there is a way that we can tether each other to each other. And you just haven't told me about it. And he's like, "Gah, you're so smart. Yeah, yeah because is. he said we're not bound to each other yet. And she's yeah. like, can bound question mark? And so <laughs> she's like, no, I want to do this. And he's like, you don't know what you're talking about, you sweet mortal. Like, we got to give it time. Burr, burr, burr. And she's like, no, I've never been more serious about anything in my life. And he's like, no, no, no. And she says, Asheron, I love you. And they both sort of freeze. And you think it's because of the I love you, because in every other romance novel, it would be because of the I love you. In this one, though, they freeze because he doesn't disappear. She said oh. his name and he did not disappear. And they're both like, huh! 
And then he looks at her and he's like, you really mean that, don't you? And she's like, yes, that's what I've been saying with the words out of, that are coming out of my mouth. Like, I mean it. And she's like, why didn't you leave just now? And he says, it's all about the intent of how you say my name. And she goes, you didn't tell me that. And he says, I didn't tell you a lot of things. <laughs> so then she finds out that they can leave the hell version of her room. And they just start walking about hell. And she gets to just oh. peek around hell, see everything. And he's like, all right. Going for promenade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he takes so, her to the yeah. Yeah, he needs a they need a reaper for what she wants to do. And, and only one X, reaper will do. And it's gotta be X because that's his bestie. Yeah. But X he's kinda like he's he's unconscious. He's not doing well. He's he's yeah. He's still it's recovering. Been bad. That's been bad over Inconvenient. there. So then his maker Belfagor? Bell? Yeah. Belfagor. Yeah. Yes. He shows up and he's like, oh, so this is this is your mortal. Nice to meet you. Asheron's told us <laughs> so much about you. This was weird for me. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Why? Not, not because he liked her, but because, like, they're in the first crisis, it seems like, they've had with the Dominion in, like, multiple millennia. And he's like, so you brought a plus one. Loving her, <laughs> super sweet and nice. A wedding is totally what we need right now. Can't okay, wait. yeah, I, I got, I get yeah, that. Yeah, I can't wait to make a way that he can be on the earthly plane where the Dominion can always access him. They've told them that they're going to kill anybody that they find on Earth on the spot. And he's like, you know what we should do? We should give you a, a, a ticket there. We should give you a visa mm -hmm. to Earth where you can get murdered by the Dominion. But I loved it still. So anyway. Yes. So they have a nice little demon, like, hand fasting. It is. And okay. he, Asheron, scratches his mark into her back. And then Belle takes her blood from the mark and then draws a mark on Asheron's chest. And then there's, like, a And then they a put Latin their... Yeah. Yeah, they put up they he, there's a Latin when they he puts they put their hands on each other's chests and then everything starts burning because like it's being branded into them. Like mm -hmm. the marks oh, like oh, it. oh, it's very hot. Yeah. And then so Asheron needs to be able to move around on earth and not look like a big beautiful antler-headed bat winged oh. demon yeah, that with is a tail. But why do they have to be on Earth? Why can't they live in the They can go plane? both. No, it's like it's like oh, she's gonna okay. still have a life on Earth. Mm -hmm. He can go there anytime he wants. She can she can go to sleep and go to hell anytime she wants. Mm -hmm. Okay. But he needs a meat suit. Yes, he has a meat suit for special occasions, but it needs right. to be tailored. It does. Because it's like it's like really shittily sewn right now. And so mm -hmm. it's only good for like the stage basically. Mm -hmm. And if it, he wants to... It's like, to... oh shit, a human. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like a mirage. <laughs> <laughs> so it needs some alterations. So she blips back to the mortal realm and he's not there. And then... She calls he, him. She calls him. And then he but he's not him. coming. It, it took him a while. Yeah. And she's very worried because the last mm -hmm. words in hell were, did it work? And Belflagor is like, I don't know, let's see. And then he beeps her out of there. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, Atron, Atron. And he doesn't come for minutes and minutes. Ugh. 
But then when he gets there, he's very apologetic because Atron was hand tailoring his meat suit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, yeah, Atron and Belflagor together. Yeah. So she's so like, it, it like covers his antlers or no, like, like other like if. Okay, so when he arrives, she's like, "You look like hot demon." Mm-hmm. What happens if my sister walks in? And he's like, "Oh no, she's gonna see meat suit." But and she's like, you... "Okay, let's see it." Well, wait, but, but he when says, "You guys are saying meat suit, M E A T." Yeah, it's a human okay. man. It's a human man. So like, okay, so he's like, "Any other human who looks at me will see the man thing that I am," but because you have looked at me and accepted me and love me as I am, you still see my true form, even in a room with no. other people. And she's like, okay, but I want to see what my sister's going to see. Like, is she going to think you're hot? Is she going to be like, <laughs> go Penny? Or, you know, like, I need to know. And so he turns into the man and he's like a very, very hot man. And then... But he, he no, he was the man and she couldn't see She's like, yeah, yeah, all yeah. right, let's see. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and then, sorry. So then he shows her it. Like, he deliberately projects it to her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, all right, cool. All right, I want my demon back. Change back. And he's like, there's like this palpable relief because he didn't necessarily Aww. believe that she would actually want his demon form forever. Of course she does. Yeah, uh, maybe she would prefer. How disappointed the would you to? be if he had antlers and then he put them away? Yeah. Give me the antlers I want back. Those. Give me the obsidian. Mm-hmm. Need it. And now they're together forever. But she's like, "Hey, is this like the end all be all for binding? You know, like, am I gonna still age? What's the situation there?" And he's like, "No, you will still age because we're bound, but we're not like whatever the next level up is. I can't remember what it is." And she's like, "She basically Bella swans him hard. She's like, mm-hmm. okay, so then let's do that. Like, what's happening <laughs> right now? How do I keep?" this situation and he's like let's like try it out this is a really unusual arrangement let's take some time and if you ever want a demon divorce it's going to be really physically painful but i will do that for you and i'll still and she's like but i'm not gonna want that and he's like but you might you might meet a man that like you want more and like you know uh, somebody who's like you and she's like shut up with your whole face I want you. And then they, yeah, and then they have. He very, will not have a prehensile I mean, tail or the tongue yeah. or, like, I'm sure he's very nice, but also, I don't know. You'd have to really fuck up for me yeah. to give up all that. <laughs> and then they have really, really tender in the mortal realm sex. And as almost an afterthought, she's like, "Am I going to start popping out demon babies?" And he's like, "No, it's this whole thing. We would need a witch and blah blah." And she's like. Yeah. Don't care. <laughs> and also she's like, I think I'm popping your cherry right now because you've never had sex in the flesh. And he's like, oh, my God, look at us. Here we go. Oh, it's the cutest thing in the whole wide world. It's also the hottest thing in the whole wide world. It takes everything and it just like makes everything more vibrant and more saturated and RM virtues. I bow down. I bow down. So it was everything we hoped and dreamed. And it would more, be. Yes. frankly, Jenny, and more. Yeah, and so, just like there, <laughs> I was good until you pulled out the wings, so, and that broke me. I, I'm sorry, not sorry, but yeah. like there's gonna be so much more clearly because there's gonna be a series, and there's the whole like impending. This world war. is incredible. 
there's all this these world. different types of demons. I'm sure that we're gonna get some witch. We better get some witches. I hope we get some witches. Be. Let's see some witches bang. Yes. You know. So yeah. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah, it feels like really cool world building, mm-hmm. and I am excited that it sounds like it's launching a new series yeah. that is going to fulfill all of my needs in ways that I don't even anticipate. Yeah, the series is called A Series of Sacrilegious Events. Fuck yeah, yes, it yeah. is. So, and RM Virtues also has his Gods of Hunger series, which is yep. um, Greek myth retellings and kind of like a Vegas like sitting city with the first two books are the first one is Hades and Persephone and Persephone is a trans woman and an aerial Mm. performer at his nightclub and then the second book is Aphrodite and Hephaestus and it's an enemies to lovers and Aphrodite is also a trans woman which if you are into mythology and know that she has sometimes been portrayed with a phallus is like really cool like she like Aphrodite is non-binary right 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 I love that. Okay, we got to do aftercare because I am spent. Okay. Give me aftercare. Where do you go from there? So I actually, it's funny reading this book because I've been having my own sleep problems and they don't Mm. end with Mm. a sexy demon coming at me. Real life is bullshit. Yeah, it is bullshit. So I am currently getting screened for sleep related stuff. And we'll probably end up having to get a CPAP mask and doing that whole Mm. thing, which sucks. But what has been helping me at least to fall asleep, even, but not like, you know, keeping me breathing while I sleep, is this podcast called Get Sleepy. And the host is this English man with a very soothing voice. He narrates a lot of the stories, but there are also other guest narrators with equally soothing voices. And they're just like cozy stories like you spend a day in ancient Athens or you're at a tropical spa and you fall asleep there. And some of them are like very grounded and earthbound and some of them are more fantastical. And I'm sure that they're all great, but I don't know what happens in them because they knock me the fuck out. Yeah. And I have this like sleep mask that is it the eye mask with ears and has headphones. Yeah. That's nice. And it has these headphones that are flat and foamy that are built in so I can fall asleep listening to the stories and my partner doesn't have to also. Yeah, <laughs> that's really nice. Okay, mine is when Liz said, how dare he? What did he think he was doing? Murdering her dad and then like going in to fix it or whatever. If you were like, that's intriguing, but you want to see it like as suspense horror There's a show on Hulu called The Sister, and it Mm. is all about this guy who, like, accidentally is present while a girl is – while a girl dies. And, like, it's it's hard to tell what's a spoiler because I watched it so long ago. But basically Mm – It's amazing because then you find out that he is married to her sister and he sought her sister out like in her grief to like kind of hopefully make her feel better. Oh, stories like that are always so weird. And then they did get married and have a kid. And then like, but he was, he was there and he, he like buried her remains. The wife still has no idea where her sister is. 
or anything. It's crazy. It's like a Jessica Jones and Luke Cage in the Netflix yes. show. Yes. 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 Or this is such a random association, but what was that Ben Affleck movie where like the husband he switches flights with a guy and the plane goes down and he like finds the guy's widow and then they end up together and she later finds out that like he switched tickets with her deceased oh, husband no. and I need to see I've never movie. even heard of this movie. Wow, we uh-huh. got I think it's Ben Affleck. We got to figure it out. I swear, yeah, I think it's been off. Like, the, the, the title Bounce comes into my head, and I have no idea if that's accurate or not. I'm going to have to yeah. go look it up. But, yeah. We'll put it in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Jenny, what's yours? Yeah. Okay, mine is kind of mean, but I've been, like, screening books for book yeah. club, right? And so it's usually, like, advanced copies, and there will be all the options. And I have to, like, sift through to be like, what do the people right. want? And so the first check is, does it bang? Right. So open the book, search for thrust, see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Many books get eliminated that way because yes. I I know that I I just wouldn't do that to you. You know our so, audience, Yeah. Have narrowed and have found some real gems. And so one of the January books is Something Fabulous by Alexis Hall. And it is a historical in Alexis Hall's just like, God, his voice, his writing voice is like God tier where you just like opening sentences and you're just, I can't even handle it. It's so good. And I... I didn't realize he even wrote historicals. I didn't either, so, actually. Because it's like a cartoon cover. And right. I was like, are they just kind of making it look historical? But it's not really. And it is. And so it's like th- the opening pages, the guy is proposing to a woman and she's not having it. Like his proposal does not go well. She is like unhappy, but they've been sort of betrothed since childhood so mm. that they're, they're family land kind of situation. And... So he gets kind of rejected. He goes and, like, drinks it off and is awakened in the middle of the night by the woman's twin brother, who is like, she ran away. We need to go and help her. <gasps> Road but trip, it's like, romance, where they fall in love? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, the the brother is, oh, I can't even, I'm so excited. But the the guy who proposed and was rejected, the, I think he's a duke. He is a duke is so just like buttoned up and he's like he's getting his feelings everywhere like i can't can you like stop making a mess with your feelings like get your shit together man and the other guy is like what is wrong with you like how did you propose to her you made it so clinical like where are your feelings and it's just like the icy one and the the sunshiny one and oh it's just oh my god that sounds so yummy and yeah. this is going out in the book club? Yeah, yeah. for January. So it's one of the January. It doesn't come out until, I want to say, January 30th. But everybody in book club will get it on January yeah. 1st. So advanced copies come in your way. And I'm really excited. Holy shit. That's so exciting. Oh, my God. All right. Cool. Um, Liz, tell them where to find you. Okay, so Makeout Already is on every podcast platform. Our website is makeoutalreadypod.com. On Instagram, we're makeoutalreadypod. And on Twitter, we're makeout underscore already. And if you want to see me shitpost about the MCU, I'm on TikTok as what the blueberry. And sometimes I do book recs for MCU characters and talk about other 
fandom kind of stuff. Yeah, I only found your TikTok today and was like, oh, shit, that's Liz. <laughs> no, I I kept like commenting on videos, waiting for them to be like, oh, that's Liz. Yeah, no, <laughs> I didn't. I was more direct today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, hello, there you are. I know you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Jenny's gone into yeah. TikTok. It's kind of cool. <sighs> All right. Uh, we'll yeah, I've really been enjoying it. I was so happy to see the shirt ripping guys showing that one guy oh how it was gosh. done. And so like, good. I could not remember where I had seen the compilation of them until today when I went back. Oh. Like, oh, of course it was bonkers romance. <laughs> All right. Thank Yay. you so much for joining us, Liz. Thank you You're for having me. I love you. I, I forgive you, you for beating <laughs> the sleep paralysis demon with Melody, but I do not forgive you. Oh, thank you. That means a lot. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for listening. We will be on hiatus for the rest of December, but there's tons of content to catch up on in the Temple of Defiant Joy if you miss us during the holidays. Aww. We'll be sharing an updated reading list for next year as soon as it's locked in because I know that's something a number of you have been asking about. Yep. And as soon as we know, you will know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not keeping secrets, I swear. Yeah. <laughs> you can find the Temple of Defiant Joy on our website at bonkersromance.com slash temple. And by joining, you support us, which is incredible. You get the final episode of each month, bonus content, the Bonkers Book Club, videos, custom art, and so much more. And we love connecting with you. So come find us on all the social medias, but most especially on TikTok. We are at Bonkers Romance. (laughs) And we also remember have a Facebook group, The Altar of Defiant Joy. Go enjoy your next Bonkers read and remember... Nightmares can be sexy too.